This is Media Break. You give us three minutes, and we'll give you the world. Welcome back to Reviewing. On this podcast, we watch the movies from my dad's youth, and then we discuss them. I hate to start with what we are not. However, there was some fan voices, particularly my wife and mother of my son, who said that it's Christmas. We should do Die Hard. It's a perfect Christmas movie. And while that might be true, we didn't want to be liars to our audience. As you just heard in the opening, we discussed the movies of my youth. And while it did happen in my youth, I didn't see it back in the day. And so we can't talk about Die Hard. Instead, we talked about Robocop. 1987 spawned sequels. It spawned a remake in 2014. It stars really nobody, but that doesn't make it not a good movie. There are other stuff that made it not a good movie, but it doesn't make it not a good movie. And if you want a Christmas movie, don't go back to Die Hard, which everybody agrees is a Christmas movie. Instead, go back to last year when we did Cobra, when we broke new ground. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would agree. By declaring that Cobra is, in fact, a Christmas movie. So, happy holidays. Enjoy. Three dead police officers, one critically injured. Police union leaders blame Omni Consumer Products, OCP, the firm which recently entered into a contract with the city to fund and run the Detroit Metropolitan Police Department. Dick Jones, Division President, OCP. Every policeman knows when he joins the force that there are certain inherent risks that come with the territory. Ask any cop, he'll tell you. If you can't stand the heat, you better stay out of the kitchen. Robocop, 1987. Robocop spawned sequels and maybe even a remake, but um, I've only seen the first RoboCop. I only saw it then, so 30-odd years ago, 32-ish. Um, I don't want to say I wasn't a fan. I don't want to say I was a fan. I saw it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I, I remembered it having, um, it being a little bit more, it having some social commentary, and I wasn't wrong. It did have some social commentary. So your reactions um <laughs> the pause is telling yeah it was you know it was a movie it was a movie um social commentary was there but not executed well sure okay you know okay. you were like yeah I, 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 I see what you're doing but it ain't working right right I like I am not, not as well. Like I think my main thing with this is that they should have picked one. Should have picked one genre. They should have picked <clears throat> like the social commentary, social commentary genre with like robot becomes sentient and what do you do about that? Okay. Yep. Or they should have picked the like shoot 'em up action movie. You know, RoboCop robot can shoot people really well. Or they should have picked like. The, the, like, comedy thing with the, like, fake commercials. <laughs> right. <coughs> but you're saying... Trying but to they did a three. little bit of all three. Right. And it was just a big... Bleh okay. Of everything. Okay. I'm not sure how we're going to spell that in the intro. Bleh, but But we're <laughs> going to try. Um, allow me to take a walk down memory lane okay. with you. Um, the thing that I remembered most about RoboCop... Two things I remember most about RoboCop. One was the guy in the end going in the 
helpfully labeled toxic waste, mm -hmm. right? If you have toxic waste, do you just put a label on it that just says toxic waste? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, and being all whatever he is. Yeah. And then getting splattered on the windshield. I remember that. That was pretty crazy. And frankly, what I remember even more, the thing that stayed with me through the years of, of RoboCop was, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> like, that was something that me and my buddies would say to each other. Like, yeah. when, like when something was stupid. I mean, because it's so quotable. Totally. Like like, so, like something was stupid, but, but you'd be, whatever, you'd walk in and there'd be, you know, I don't know, a sale on Doritos or whatever. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Maybe you can bring that back. Maybe. Not as fun when everyone hasn't seen the movie, though. Hmm, that's probably true. It, you probably need at least one other person to, to see the movie so you can... You just have to have an inside joke. Nobody else is inside. Yeah, that's not truly an inside joke. Anyway, so that, that's my two RoboCop um, memories, quote-unquote. Yeah, the toxic waste, definitely memorable. Yes. Um, You know, you can't have it... And, you know, like a shoot 'em up movie without a toxic waste scene. Right. right. And, and, and it was the classic toxic waste. He literally crashes his car into it and he becomes all right. mutated. It gurgles through him. It messes up his skin. It takes out his eye. Yeah, I mean, it was... And, and then he gets decapitated and splattered on the windshield. I think splattered is, is, is the correct word. Okay. So... Does toxic waste actually, like, do that? Or is toxic in waste in every like a movie thing? that I've ever seen, that is exactly what toxic waste does. Well, yeah. If you're asking me for the actual properties of quote unquote toxic waste, maybe between this recording and doing the outro, we can do some research on toxic waste. I think it's going to require a lot of research because, after all, doesn't toxic waste come in? I mean, I won't go so far as say as many, but several different varieties and flavors. I'm sure. Sure. Also, don't you think you would like lock up the toxic waste a bit more than putting on, you know, two feet from the fast moving road? You would think so. However, let's not forget this was Detroit mm. in 1987. I think we should count in the 30 odd podcasts we've done the number of times that Detroit has figured rather large. I had I, never been to Detroit in my young life, but I knew all about Detroit. I knew about it because. It's where crime happened in RoboCop. I knew about it because it's where crime happened in Beverly Hills Cop. I knew about it because it's where crime happened in Kentucky Fried Movie and nobody wanted to go there. It's Detroit. It's Detroit. all about Detroit. Also, a bit more serious, nuclear war came back again. Yes. And that was a major theme in this one. Yes. Including a game that I will be purchasing, Nukem. <laughs> Yes, Nukem is the family game. It's fun for all ages. That was like straight out of straight out of Fried Movie. Yes, like 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 that would be something that you would see in Kentucky Fried Movie. I know, and not blink an eye on it. I feel bad that 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 was a really clever bit. It was and it so was, hilarious. It was very hidden. Like, like that was genuinely funny. Yeah, I mean, like I want to see the full length commercial. I want to see like the outtakes. Because that's great with the 10-year-old kid being like, was, Pakistan's moving into my border or whatever. My favorite line was the dad saying, no more, no more, no more military aid for you, Buster. <laughs> the Buster is what sealed it at the end. Yes. Like, like those, those little commercial snippets were so funny. Yes. Like, they only had two of them, or two or three. Well, they, they had, had nuke them, and then they had... Well, they had that they would cut into I'd buy that for a dollar, which yeah. was the game show that everybody liked. Um, 
Well, they had another commercial. They had the the heart transplant commercial in the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it wasn't a heart transplant. It was a, it was a doctor's office advertising like fake the heart transplants. But they had like several models of heart yeah. transplant. And yeah. I like how in the end they're like, and by the way. We care. Yeah. <laughs> when no, actually you don't. It's pure capitalism on heart transplants. Yeah, this was honestly like that's why I think if they went for the whole thing sort of as a comedy, like like they could have pulled it off. Yeah. Well, and so it begins. The first scene is this fake news thing, but it was actual news. And they're like, hey, good morning. And they're smiling at you. And let's talk about the nuclear threat. Yeah. You know? Well, so, well, yeah. I mean, but they did have sort of like some funny things. Yeah. It was like that two former presidents died in like the oh, Santa Barbara. Oh, in the Santa Barbara. Okay, now that whole thing about the Star Wars Strategic Defense Initiative, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know that that was a real that thing? That was like a real like Reagan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like totally like Reagan area thing. put up the thing to shoot down the nuclear bombs, the ICBMs that are coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're preying on real fears. I mean, like, you know about, you've seen war games and, um, oh, what's the Russians attack movie that we, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. So you know how <clears throat> palpable See, but the nuclear the th- threat was. But the thing that I was so kind of shocked at this one was, like, how almost satirical they were about it when, like, it was, like, this is happening, like, now, or, like, when this movie was made. Like, sure. Like, this threat was very real, and they were sort of, like, joking about it. Right. I mean, that's sort of what War Games did. Yeah, but... but like, a little bit less than this. Like, like, like uh, the new show especially was sort of like, you know, smiling, smiling, nuclear war. Right. But well, this like, is definitely, like, it's real, so we're going to make fun of it, so we're going to sort of make fun of ourselves for the yeah, fear. Yeah, I definitely. guess is what that was. But also just make fun of newscasters, too. I mean, they're talking about death and destruction and they've got this sort of half smile and over to you now biff yeah. you know yeah and for so, sure for yeah. sure um so we haven't really talked about the movie at all you know well we haven't talked about robocop we haven't talked about robocop okay um We're, yeah <laughs> but i i think before we get to the to the plot well who knows i mean the, the the plot conversation might not last that long so i'll ask you about the actors first who if anybody did you recognize i i recognized um you you know the number two guy Dick was his name. Yes, Dick um, Dick Jones. Dick Jones. And you recognized him from. I couldn't place it again. Okay. It's like with the actors, like I know them, but I can't place right. them. Right. He's um, Bogomil from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. the second one that we've had from that movie, and I couldn't place it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, but he was he was good. Mm-hmm. He was the basically just a not very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think in terms of actors, I think that's the only one probably that you would that recognize. That was the only one that I recognized. The, the, uh, the sort of psychotic bad guy, Clarence, was that his name? Yeah. He was in a television show that I didn't really watch, but I know he's in a television show called That 70s Show. Oh, I've heard of that And before. he's the dad in okay. That 70s Show. And then I wrote down this guy's name, but I watched the credits and it wasn't him. There was one guy... Uh, sort of the taller guy who we got at the club. I think his name was Leon. Uh, he, Robocop yeah. goes into the club. Leon or like Zach or something. Everybody's dancing. Anyway. Yeah. There was this guy. I thought he was Morton Downey Jr. So I don't know how to describe Morton Downey Jr. without showing not you. Not Robert Downey Jr. No, not Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> but maybe they're related. I'll have to, anyway, Morton Downey Jr. for a while had this, uh, it was a talk show. 
with like a yelling audience and he'd have people on and he was basically like he would incite the crowd he was like quasi conservative hmm. maybe he was really conservative i'm trying to remember um but uh, uh, uh morton downey jr almost predicted the sort of political climate with the divisions where we are huh. now and i remember that his um one of his insults, he would say that people were pablum pukers. If they were, wow, oh man, I'm getting all sorts of wacky and not all that pleasant Morton Downey Jr. flashbacks going <laughs> That's back. That's so like strange to, to like be an actor and then... No, be... no, it wasn't him. It looked like Morton Downey Jr. Oh, it wasn't oh, him. But okay. it wasn't him actually. Man, I remember watching that and we'd watch it with this, around the same time, we'd watch it with this fascination of, wow, there are people who are really into... Morton Downey like like believing mm. what he says mm. but again right I mean looking back now that's kind of like we know um, what the news are now it's like yeah that's like kind of um, what's his name Jones who does like a, that talk show thing oh Alex Jones Alex yeah Jones. That's like a I don't know it wasn't quite that hateful maybe well I don't know I don't but think it's it a was. similar yeah. concept yeah hmm. okay so down that aside whew. okay so Robocop um, they're looking to make the city safe. Well, first off, the the, the cops are taken over by a corporation. Yeah. That's, so privatized the police force. Right. Which is a concept. Um, and they're looking to make Detroit safe, not because they have public interest in mind, but because they want to build the new city and... Make it safe. And yeah. make it better. So public safety is important in a in a profit sense yeah but not in a not well, in an actual sense they should have mentioned it it was like we've been able to you know profit from previous non-profit systems right so right. that was sort of their intent right um, but but the cops are again you know he, they say oftentimes about robocop that he's product but that almost the cops feel like product yeah throughout the whole movie uh i was interested how they avoided the whole racial profiling thing because I don't think RoboCop uh, ever uh, encountered a black person no. on his missions. Other than in the gang, which had a couple of white guys, a black guy, uh, and an Asian guy. It was an equal opportunity gang. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. And the and I like almost wondered if like they did it too much, where like you would notice that and be like, why? You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> could have been. They just sort of tried to avoid it altogether. I yeah. guess. Um, Maybe just better to not even have better it happen. not even do it. Yeah. Right, but yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, especially that's in a place like Detroit. Yeah, you know where the demographic is kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except in this movie. Except in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess my question is: as you're watching it, did you pretty much know as soon as you started watching the movie that, like, oh, we're introduced to Murphy? He's going to become RoboCop. Yeah, I was like, you wouldn't introduce a guy and have a whole big thing and then, like, have him be killed off. Right. Like, right. yeah. But still, they gave us all the tells, like, oh, when RoboCop gets in the car, he peels out, and then the bumper and scrapes. And the sparks. And he's got the spinning gun yeah. and the, uh, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Right? The end mm-hmm. of the whole thing like that. But I do appreciate how long they took to reveal RoboCop's person. Yes. Face. And I, I'm, I'm, I must say, almost the best thing about this movie was the point of view angle of RoboCop. Often, you know, like that was really cool. I agree. Really unique with all the, you know, 
data grids and the recordings and everything. Like, that was a really cool touch. Um, I I really, yeah. I agree. And I think best exemplified when he's being created and coming online, Mm -hmm. how they would show six or seven second snippets where he's not fully operational and then he fades out and then he comes on he's got more operations including like the you know the guy takes a drill like, and it's, yeah his and vision then, like, zooms his in. vision gets clearer yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it was definitely really cool um mm-hmm. i must say a quick plot hole with that there weren't four <laughs> screws no, uh, it was <laughs> no. I mean, I think the technology is a bit more uh, advanced than simply taking the Makita drill and you yeah. know, make it make it sound like you're in pit row. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's it's, it's sort of what they did. I'm sure that we could pick apart this movie. Yes, you know, six ways to Sunday. Uh, yeah, and including well, here's the thing, right? When so when the when the uh, politician, I guess he lost the mayor's office and he's taken over yeah, the mayor, he's taken the mayor hostage. Like, I guess it's obviously silly. That he's like, I want my job back, and a bigger office, and a car that gets terrible gas yeah. mileage, and, and you're like, okay, if that's no, I mean like that was one of the comedy things. Where, like you could, you could like push it in there, right? You know, and <clears throat> what was this movie's obsession with throwing people through things, especially glass? Oh man, it's like. Every single thing. And Clarence got thrown through glass like seven times in that one thing. We should have counted the number of times people got thrown through glass. It would it would have been astounding. It, it was like at least 20. Yeah. Okay, so it was the like past mayor, he got thrown out the window through the glass. Yep. And then in the cocaine factory, Clarence got thrown through twice, <laughs> two different panels when, when his rights were being read. That's right. That's right. There was throwing through glass... Um, well, you, sometimes you, you get shot and then you fall through glass. Yeah, right. That happened uh, in the in the corporate offices. That happened in the um, in the club. There was some throwing through glass. Yeah, oh, I mean, the, in the final scene, or yeah. not the final scene, but when Dick dies, yeah, he gets shot and falls through the glass. Yeah, that falling scene was pretty bad. It was almost like it looked like it was like Mr. Gumby Man was falling down. Yeah, there. and like you could tell that like the I guess. Like, stuntman or, like, the, you know, the fake guy, like, didn't really have hair, and it was kind of, like, Yeah, it wasn't good. wasn't good. Ruined my RoboCop experience. It did. Other, other than that, I was hooked the whole way. Yeah, and, um, the, I mean, obviously a lot of deaths, right? Like, no question about that. Also very gruesome. Yeah, but, like, the number was right of bullets... Oh, gosh, yes. But the number yeah. of bullets per person... <laughs> Was astounding. I know. And 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 the and the blood. Well, okay. Well, the okay, best blood scene was at the end with the spurting jugular. I mean, that they were just like, "Well, we haven't done this yet." <laughs> and the jugular. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like. Okay. So it started off strong when the when the guy in the office got shot nine nine thousand times. Yes. By the, by the and two oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, just uh, kept shooting. And then RoboCop, of course. No, hold on, wait, wait. I have to I have to say. Okay, with the robot. Okay, so Ed two hundred nine, a hundred bullets, at least. Okay, and then in the in the panic right right after when the Ed two hundred nine finally gets to stop shooting, somebody says, "Somebody call the paramedic." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "No, there's no need for the paramedics. There's no need to hurry. Just call the morgue." <laughs> I was like, "The paramedics." <laughs> 
No. And, and, and like, they did that so many times. I was like, he is dead. Yes. He is dead. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose RoboCop, where Murphy wasn't dead when they when he was, and then they brought him well, back. Yeah, I was like, mm. Yeah, but, yeah, just call the I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, but, like, it started off with when the guy in the office gets shot, like, mm-hmm. so many times. And then, of course, RoboCop gun shoots, like, five bullets per you know, per, like, trigger pull. Yeah. So people yeah. get shredded by his. Yes. His gun. Well, let's not forget when Murphy gets killed, first they shoot his hand off. Yeah, and that it's, like, gross. very gruesome. He's, like, oh. holding it. was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, just bloody stump time. And, like, then they shoot his whole arm off, and it's, like, shoulder spurting. Oh. And it's, like, ooh. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not cool. Yeah. Not good. And then oh. also his, I'm his, sorry. like, his, like, forehead bullet is, like, in the frame always. Yes. <laughs> yes, and they take off the mask. It's bigger, and they're like, "Ooh, there's the forehead bullet again." Yeah, <laughs> it's like plugged up. It looks like there's like a piece of like the cotton swab. Yeah, <laughs> put it in there. Yeah, um, and this wasn't as bloody, but the dude getting shot in the junk. Ooh, that hurt. I, I mean, it was retribution, right? He was a rapist. I get it, but okay. Let me talk about the whole shot in the junk, and 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 then what's the guy in the store? Yeah. Is Robocop really serving good? So he he goes into the store. He's like, don't do that. He punches the guy in the throat. And then he leaves. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he doesn't take the guy. That's and, true. And he's not in the back of the car. So he just, like, leaves the store people. To, like... Deal with it. Yeah. To, like, then call another cop to come arrest him? Yeah. <laughs> but he did thank them for their cooperation. He did. <laughs> Maybe there was their cooperation was they had to call another cop to come and get the guy. Yeah. And and, and and then when the guy gets shot right in the junk, like he just leaves them there with the other guy who didn't get shot at all. Yeah, that's true. I mean so he like, did help the woman and take her to a crisis counseling center. But, but like, the, those criminals are still on the street. Like that's my point. Yeah. Like he's not really a cop, he's just kinda like a violent violent vigilante. Yeah. But that his first directive was to uphold the law though. True. Hmm. But he wasn't really doing a nice job of it. Yeah. Um, what did you think about how a Directive 4, not only could he not arrest the corporate executive, but it put him into shutdown mode? I thought that was a little bit much. Yeah. Just make it so you can't do it. And then he, like, turns around and goes home. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like shutdown mode. Yeah. Or, like, make it erase your memory banks of what you think you remembered about the corporate executive. But yeah. no, there's the long scene of shutting down. Yeah, it's like, really, guys? And that doesn't really take, though. Yeah, it's like, that was the least effective way to do that. To, like, yeah. clear your name by just, like, making him, you know, like, spaz out a little bit. Yeah. And, and then he's fine. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate um, the, you know, we, we definitely saw a lot of foreshadowing coming with what was going to happen with Murphy and all thing like that. Did not Did not remember the foreshadowing of He's got the spike that he uses to plug into the mm-hmm. computer system, and then he's got the spike to take care of the guy at the end. Right in the jugular. Right in the jugular. Yeah. But I, I, I have to remember, I, I, I didn't see that, and I, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, um, we got to talk about the like massive sniper like railgun thing in the end. Yeah. Like, What's the plausibility of that? Well, here, here's my thing. And they kind of showed that maybe a gun with that much firepower, you know, to, like, take out a city block, 
might have had a little bit more kick. Like they're just sort of standing there holding it like it's a you know a riflery practice range thing, and they yeah. fire it. I'm like, no, the kickback would send you you know fifty feet back. Yeah. Also, like, why do they not use the scopes ever? <laughs> they have these like massive yeah. square scopes, and I'm sure they're like thermal or something. Right. And they're like, let me just shoot it off my hip. I'm sure that'll get them. Like, like they miss him so many times, and and if like one person just took the time to like look in the scope, I'm sure they would get him. Well, you have to admit, during their target practice in the city block, they had really good aim shooting it off their hip. They could hit the six thousand SUX. They could hit the adult video store. It's true. They didn't think they needed to practice. It's true. That shows you what you see. If you get overconfident. That's what happens. Also, each bullet must cost like $500. Oh, because, yeah. And they're just like wasting it. Yep. Well, I'm not sure they were thinking about on budgetary lines when they were. Right. That's probably true. Um, there was one sort of grouping of scenes. I guess it was just one scene when um, the, the not not uh, Dick Jones, but the, the guy who does the RoboCop program, who then Dick Jones kills because he... Insulted him basically. His Whatever name his name was. Ed, maybe something. Anyway, um, that was so 1987, I couldn't get over it. So the scene comes in, and there are these two women in terrible haircuts and terrible outfits, mm. right? And there's bad synth music happening. And then it shows the guy, and he has a terrible haircut and terribly pleated pants and a terrible 1987 shirt. And I thought, wow, this is very 1987. And then they're doing cocaine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? We could not be any more 1987 than what we are right now. And frame. Like, it's, it's, it's right there. Mm -hmm. It's right there. So. And then. Don't ever go back there. Inventive. They bring in a grenade. Kind of spices things up. Yes. The grenade. But Which, it was the oddest thing. Like, like, like clock grenades? It was like the digital grenade. Well, that was. Okay. Now. It didn't say it was the future, but there were some nods. There were some hints. There to make us hints. think it was the future. One was the digital grenade. One was that you drink coffee out of squarish cups and not round. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was it. Yeah. I mean, other than the technology, I guess. I mean, I guess like the laser thing. But the other technology wasn't really that different. I mean, it wasn't like the, the cars or the guns. I mean, they were still driving that. like... You know, Chevy. Ford Taurus, actually. Yeah, Def was it Def a Ford Taurus? Definitely the Ford Taurus. Was it 6,000 SUX? 6,000 SUX. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, so it was like kind of futuristic, maybe? I don't know. It was kind of weird. It was like, it was like the set wasn't the 80s, but then like the, the idea was the future. Right. Right. Because there was still like the old... You know, Miller Lite cans and everything. Right. But here's what I want you to remember. Um, I, you know, from all these movies, you, I want you to learn certain life lessons. Mm. Right? So, for instance, when we talked about the color of money, life lessons were, uh, you, you know, should you do something for money? Should you do it for pride? Right? You can, you, you can, you can take something from that in your formative years, mm. you know, and sort of learn from that. Okay. Can you think of another example of a movie that sort of made you think deeply about a life lesson? The Natural. Of course. Of course. Excellent one. I think in this one, here's the life lesson you're going to take away. If you find yourself in a confrontation with somebody and you want to show them that you have the upper hand, 
mm. that you that you are not a man to be trifled with. Mm. You take your index and middle finger, you dip it in their wine. <laughs> you then take your fingers and put them just below your nostrils mm. and sniff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what Boddicker did. And I knew when he did that, that he had the upper hand in the situation. Not to be trifled with. No. So... If you ever find yourself in that, you know, you're, it doesn't have to be a negotiation about drugs and drug rights. It, it, could, it could be about, you know, whatever, some kids hassling you about homework or something like that. You take your two fingers, mm-hmm. you dip them in his wine, and you sniff. And then... See, it's tough, because at school, not glasses of wine around. That's okay. Did, could it work if it was, say, I don't know, a hydro flask? Potentially. <laughs> Getting your fingers down the bottom would be... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's tough. Okay. But anyway, still, that, that to me is the life lesson of RoboCop right there, though. I think the other life lesson, taking a page out of the young Ed's book, I think that was his name. Yes. Is, if you're ever excited about a new invention, kiss the nearest woman right on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Without yeah. asking. Without... No, no need to ask. I mean, she works for you, so yeah. it's fine. Um. <laughs> Well, she obviously saw him coming because her glasses were like half the size of her face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think we're getting away from it. Here's 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 a serious question. Um, why would somebody want to see RoboCop two? That's a good question, and I have no answer because you shouldn't. <laughs> Okay. Like, like, what is unanswered? It's it's a complete circle. Right, right. The conflict is resolved in that Dick is dead. And so is Clarence. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's the rise of... Uh, the Ed 209? Maybe he goes and finds the wife and son. And by the way, the wife and son, right? Okay, I get it if they moved on. Right. But he said he was going to have Robocop online within 90 days. So let's say he held to the time frame. There's no reason why he didn't hold to the time frame because the old man, the corporate guy, didn't get on his case, right? So the wife moves on, quote-unquote, within 90 days? And, that's, like, that's, sells their house? There's not a lot of love there. Yeah. No, that's, you, you, you can, like, sell the house. But to me, when she says moved on, that's like, got somebody else picked up and moved to Boca Raton. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, especially, like, if it's a death. Right. You know what I mean? And by the way, and here's why the house didn't sell. Because there's trash, including yeah, like burnt ha- trash. Half burned pictures of the former family. And 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 there's the weird like machine kiosk thing. Yeah, oh, a- another point to the future. You don't need a real estate agent. You just have the weird TV that talks to you when you come in. But still, if if you're going house hunting and you find burned trash including burned family pictures, that's not a good feeling. It's a bad time. Nobody's bad time. nobody's getting a good feeling. That's some bad that juju right there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, we might have already crossed this path, but any final thoughts about RoboCop? Like, normally you put down stars. You probably didn't put down too many stars, did you? Actually, I did. Oh, my. Uh, the quips in this were outstanding. They were good. Yeah, I must say, just both bad guys and good guys. Yeah. Really some... Really a... St- a, a star-studded cast of quips. Okay. Um, I didn't write too many down, which I'm upset about. 
but uh, I must say I like the first one, which is mind if I zip this up when he's taking a whiz. Yes. And he turns around. And there's a scene where she's looking him in the eye, she's looking him in the eye, and then finally she has to look down. I mean, cop, you, you are a terrible cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like five feet away from someone. Right. Your gun is like two feet away from their hand. Right. I'm going like to put my gun within reach of you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like that one, you deserve to get punched. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Um... I think that was my only stars. Um, much more gory than I expected. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, it's probably just going to be like one of those action movies where they sort of like fall away from the bullet holes. I was like, no. They definitely jump away with blood spurting. Yeah. Yeah. What final thoughts did you have as in, in your second viewing? Yeah, I, I remembered it being smarter than it was. Hmm. But maybe if I was dumber then, and it's the same level of smart... Yeah relative maybe it was smarter um i'm still hoping that you bring back i'll buy that for a dollar maybe if you and i just start saying it it'll catch on mm. i mean we have a pretty big influence that's true so yeah yeah okay well until then maybe people will talk about the podcast and say subscribe to the podcast and then you can say i'd buy that for a dollar red alert red alert Red alert. You crossed my line of debt. You haven't dismantled your MX stockpile. Pakistan is threatening my border. That's it, Buster. No more military aid. <laughs> Nukem. Get them before they get you. Another quality home game from Butler Brothers. Thanks again for listening. I would make another plug for subscription, but we just made it at the end of the main part, so I won't do it again. Instead, I will say, Happy New Year. For our closing song on this RoboCop spectacular, spectacular. we go to... Nice, nice, nice ad, I like that. <laughs> uh, the, the number one song, which we did in back in the first season, and we haven't done it too much in the second season, because the music was uh, good in most of the movies that we watched. Yes, and while there was some music associated, nothing that was really worthy of including. Mm-hmm. So, as we're going into the new year, looking towards 2020, kind of crazy to think about, yeah. we go to Whitney Houston's Dancing with Somebody, or something like that. I'm yeah, sure you don't here. really need to remember the title. Yeah. I mean, you'll hear it as it as we fade out, but who doesn't want to dance with somebody, especially on New Year's Eve? So, thank you for being with us while we reviewed Robocop, and we'll see you in 2020. Oh, yeah.